joined this afternoon by Kyle Larson after an eventful Sunday at Pocono. We kind of just touched on it briefly before I hit record here, but the end of the race obviously didn't go your way and, and kind of read what you saw, uh, what you said uh, to, to Racer earlier today. But in your eyes, how did the Denny Hamlin incident kind of unfold to you and, and how are you feeling afterwards? I mean, I still feel the same about it. Uh, if anything, even worse about it, just because, you know, now I've had time to listen to what he said and, and you know, a few of the things as far as I had an option to lift, which I did. He didn't touch me, which he did. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm probably a little bit more uh, frustrated now than I even was yesterday. But um, it doesn't change result, you know. It uh, honestly, I mean, I, I expected it um, in, in turn one just because he was successful with it last year with Ross. Um, I just thought I thought he would race me a little differently than he did to Ross, but um, apparently not. So now I just I know that going forward and and know how know how he races. So the, the race yesterday as a whole kind of played out unique from a strategy perspective with you know, the beginning of stage two, you, you have essentially had, you know, 20-ish laps of caution with those early incidents there. But, you know, how do you feel like the whole the whole race played out? And, and you know, what are you taking away, at least on the positive side from, from yesterday at Pocono? Yeah, I mean, well, our race was very interesting because, you know, we were one of those cautions. Um, we were actually that, the last little, you know, of the few cautions that happened yeah, in the beginning yeah. of stage two, the last one. Uh, where we got spun and, and got into, you know, backed into the wall a little bit, got some damage, but then, you know, from there had to figure out how to gain track position. Um, and, you know, it's really, it's impossible to, to drive from back what we did to the lead by just purely passing people, but sure. we're able to, you know, get off strategy a little bit um, from the lead pack guys on, on fuel. So we were able to have shorter pit stops than them as the race progressed and that's how we got our track position and then ultimately got to the lead. So um super proud of the the team's effort there and, and coming up with the the winning race strategy um after we were you know dealt kind of a bad hand there to start the second yeah. stage. So um the day the day could have been really good. You know, we lucked into winning the second stage because of fuel strategy and then the caution coming out late. And then, you know, if, if we don't get run into the wall you know, we, we win or run second, third and, and have a, sure. you know, the best day of, the, of, of anybody. So you sh- could have, should have, would have, didn't play out that way and um, whatever, but you know, we still got a playoff point, all that, you know, our, our day could have been a lot worse than it actually ended up being. Um, so, you know, just kudos to Cliff, Adam, Cal, all the engineers of the track, the shop for coming up with the right strategy. And then you know, pit crew executing quick, pit stops and all of that to uh get us in position to win so your your season as a whole I, I guess kind of the thing that sticks out to me is your your crazy accident earlier this year where the side of your car essentially became pretty pretty exposed after that that contact and i know nascar was going to go back and kind of discuss with you and and kind of review what happened are you you know comfortable with the direction of the the safety of the new car and everything you know, whatever discussions you've had since since that accident earlier this year well, I think I think we're all pleased that, you know, after that wreck um, and even before it, you know, NASCAR, I think, was trying to find ways to make the cars yeah. a little bit uh, safer. Um, 
because they're uh, the way they were were you know the new cars were a, a lot more unsafe um i feel like than than the previous car as far as you know the impacts and how we feel them through our body um sure you know there's there's a lot to it too that was better but Anyways, after the Talladega wreck, yeah, I mean, they moved quickly, which I, I liked to see. I think all of us like to see how quickly they moved to, you know, make modifications to the race cars, which I think have been fully implemented now as of a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, no, that part of it's good, but I, I hope they continue to um, dive deeper into the safety of, of this car or whether they have to fully – modify and and make massive changes to it to to make it even better but um i'm not an, an engineer also so i don't know the right things to do i can just tell you when you hit a wall with this car versus the old car if a car hits you it uh it hurts a lot more than than the previous car is there a particular change from the old car to the new car that is causing you know when and i've heard it on the radios when when guys hit go like you know, holy shit, I've never hit that hard in my life. Like, is there, you know, is it suspension? Is it the body? I mean, I don't know if you, if you, if you know, yeah, but from I, your standpoint. Yeah. I mean, I think the cars are just way stiffer. Um, okay. The chassis itself. The For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early. So everyone can go home on time. There's Granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts. So you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Stay ahead of the pack with the latest racing news and interviews from the Hammerdown Racing Report. Your source for regional racing action as well as the national scene. Every week, we recap racing action from all around Northwest Ohio and Southeast Michigan and cover national racing series from the world of outlaws to NASCAR. Plus, get all the latest racing news. Join hosts Scott Hammer and Ron Miller, along with different featured guests each week. From dirt to asphalt, we have you covered. The Hammerdown Racing Report, available weekly on your favorite podcasting platform. Uh, you know, the old, the old car, especially the rear impacts, the rear impacts are, are much worse in this car than the old one. You know, that's why you've seen way more concussions um, these days, you know, the last year and a half or almost two years now um, of just because the rears of the cars are way stiffer than, than the old style car. So, but yeah, I mean, like I said, it's uh it's a bummer that, that it is, or it is more unsafe than the old car, but you know, they, they realize it and, and sure. NASCAR is trying to, to fix it. So, um, you know, that's, that's great. Um, that they do have our safety in mind, but, um, yeah, just got to keep, uh, as, as they do. I mean, every week they're, they're diving into the series and how to make it better and, and safety is a big part of it. So kind of going off slightly off topic, you race a lot of different cars. You've raced a lot of different cars in your career. You're jumping into the Indy 500 next year, which I'll ask about in a second. You were look around the world and you're like, listen, I, even if it's just a test day, is there one you know, racing series you'd love to just, you know, rip a car around the track for a little bit? Uh, that you have. Gosh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I have, 
I've raced a lot of different types of cars, but there's obviously a lot more cars out there I haven't raced. But um, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm really excited about the IndyCar opportunity next yeah. year with McLaren, uh, Motorsports and Um, having you know being in a Chevy for that's gonna be really cool. Um, so that's I mean that's obviously it's on my, my radar. It's on my schedule. So that's the one I'm looking forward to the most. So I haven't thought much outside of that. What else to run? Um. So I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think driving a Formula One car is a, a realistic uh, opportunity, <laughs> but um, it would be it would be amazing if, if that ever came about. But I highly doubt as a 31, you know, almost 31 year old American, <laughs> I don't think that opportunity is ever going to come. Yeah, it seems more and more elusive for for racers on, on this on this side of the world. But, you know, speaking of McLaren and, you know, the Hendrick operation, how long did it take for that op, you know, that program to come together before it was, you know, finally announced earlier this year? Uh, I don't know exactly the details, but you know, it was more than a few months uh, sure. for sure. So, um, just I think, you know, I, it needed to be with a Chevrolet team. Um, yeah. You know, I wanted to do it with a competitive team. So, yeah, you know, they were able to uh, you put a deal together and. Um, like I said, I'm just super excited about it. They were, you know, watching this year, seeing how fast they were too. I mean, that makes you even more excited. So um, I hope, I hope they're that competitive again, you know, next season. Yeah. So, you know, we kind of saw you there hanging out with Pato a little bit. You were on the, on the pit stand. You Did you kind of start asking questions, you know, a year in advance to prepare, you know, how, how immersive was your, your, your first experience at the track? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't spend too much time there. Um, I didn't really want to get in anybody's way, so I was kind of just more so uh, a fly on the wall, really. You know, I'm sure. I, I'm asked you know questions a little bit, but more so just kind of listen to how they communicate differently and just kind of taking in um, a practice day. You know, we went for uh, I don't know day two or three of, of practice, so just kind of wanted to see what that was like how relaxed it was or not relaxed it was. Um, then I went back on race day just to get reminded how crazy the event is. So I'm glad yeah. I did all of that. Yeah. Is there, obviously the race is the most you know exciting part of the Sunday, but with all the pageantry and tradition, is there, you know, are you excited to just get to experience a full Indy 500 race day You know, from, you know, the cannon going off at six in the morning and now they have fireworks at six in the morning too you know, back home again in Indiana and, and everything else involved. Is there, you know, is that also exciting to, you know, somebody in your shoes who's, you know, going to be racing in it for the first time? Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, I I don't think I get to get the full experience, right. Cause <laughs> I've got to get out of there as soon as the race is over to yeah. get back to Charlotte from the 600. So both times I've ever been to the Indy 500, you know, I went in 2013 with Chip okay. Ganassi yep. and, we jetted out of there like as soon as the race was over <laughs> and uh, flew to Charlotte to catch the 600. And then, you know, this, this year when I was there, I only got to stay for about 50 laps and had to leave. So I've never really truly got to experience a, the event, okay. you know, from yeah. AM to, you know, 10 PM or whatever, when it yeah. finally dies down. So, um, and I won't get to do that again next year, but maybe, you know, me having experience of jetting out of there fast is, uh, is good. And <laughs> I mean, for next year. 
All right, so I'm going to go totally off of racing here. This is definitely the toughest question we ask every driver. You're going to add a song to our our podcast Spotify playlist. It's something that either you're you're jamming out to right now, you listened to before a race. You have total okay. total um, you know, authority to add whatever you want. Todd Gillen added something last week. I forget. It's it's all over the place. EDM, metal, country. It's it's a little bit of everything. Uh gosh. I don't know. The one that comes to mind and people probably laugh, but it's because my kids <laughs> my kids have it stuck <laughs> in their their heads from uh a commercial on TV. I think it's a Chevy commercial, but uh it's Laney Wilson Heart Like a Truck. So okay. they yeah. sing it all the time, stuck in my head, um, too, you know, sometimes. But um I don't know, lately when I've been working out, I actually have I'll have Spotify up and uh I just discovered Big Booty Mix um, on Spotify. It's, it's uh, a good one. It's kind of a, it, they remix a bunch of, I mean, all sorts of songs, EDM, yeah. the country, to rock, rap, to all of it. And they, you know, mix in. It's just, it's it's really good. It's good It's good energy for, for working out. I will uh, report Bark on that. I'm going to the gym in about two hours here. So um, I think that'll, I think that'll be on my list. So just just a couple more, and I'll, and I'll I'll give you back the the your your afternoon here. But um, you know, rewinding many years ago before you got into racing, what was your you know, what was your inspiration? You know, what was the what what did what made Kyle Larson fall in, fall in love with racing all those years ago? Uh that's a good question. Um, I don't know. When I think back to like when I started racing go karts and stuff when I was you know seven eight years old really i think it was just the friendships like i i just could not wait to get to the racetrack on saturday to see all my friends you know all my friends were from the not all my friends but majority of my friends were from from the dirt track so i just i remember the weeks being so long and i couldn't wait to just get there and play with them and make memories and then also get to race and and compete against them and and try and win and have success all of that and then um you know as that progresses as you get older nothing really changes sure. right like yeah. all my all my best friends are still from when i was seven eight years old racing with them at you know cycling speedway or red bluff and um you know i still get to race with a lot of them today you know when i go race dirt track stuff so yeah um yeah nothing's changed it's and, and then too once you have kids you get to relive all that through through like your parents' eyes, you know, seeing them build friendships and build memories. So I would say the competition, yeah, but I'd say just the the friendships and memories that were made at the racetrack was probably the most important thing. Nice. We'll wrap it up with one here, one more here. Again, appreciate the time this afternoon. Is there another driver out there in any racing series right now that you look at and you go, you know, I want to emulate his on-track activity i want to emulate you know how he handles adversity you know any you know whether it's on track or off track that you go like you know i you know really appreciate everything you this guy stands for or this lady stands for yeah um well i i don't know about right in this moment but yeah or it could um, be a past driver yeah i think in the past you know i got to race with jimmy johnson um you know he was still winning championships and races all the time and and he's just was such a good guy. Like, you know, 
you never really saw him get into altercations or sure, you know, he would get frustrated with drivers or for, even frustrated with me on track or whatever, <laughs> but he was, he was never, he was never arrogant. And, um, I feel like I try to be like him. You know, I probably don't do nearly as good of a job at being, you know, a good, good guy all the time, but I want to be a great race car driver like him. And, you know, I want to, you know, be a lot like him off the track as well. So sure. I would say when I really think about myself, I feel like you're going through moments like yesterday. I feel like, you know, I, I am a lot like Jimmy in that sense, you know? So, um, but you, you can always handle situations better. And I'm sure Jimmy thinks of times where he could have handled things better too. But yeah, I think he was a great, uh, a great role model for a lot of young race car drivers. And I'm very thankful that I got the chance to race with him and, and, you'll be a fan of his as well. Awesome, man. Well, listen, I'll, I'll wrap it there so you can get a little bit of downtime in your day. Best of luck the rest of the year and uh, see you at a racetrack at some point. Yep. Thank you. All right. Thanks, man.